Say every power, every power, every spirit, every spirit, every demon, every demon, every curse, every curse, every evil plan. Every attack, every attack, every problem, every problem, any challenge, any challenge, anything against us, anything against us, our lives, our lives. Our families, our families, our careers, our careers. Let them be bound. Let them be bound. I bind them now. I bind them now. I destroy them now. I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty, you are holy. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love, I love, so, I love so you so much. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Jacob. I worship you. I worship, I worship you. you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Lord Christ. Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You, you are, are my Lord. Lord. You are my you Savior. You are my Lord. You are my, you are Savior. my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash, Wash me, me with, with your blood. blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless, Bless me, today. me today. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. Jesus Christ. 
The Omega. The Alpha. The Omega. The King the of Omega. Kings. The King of Kings. The Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. Wonderful. 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 Counselor. Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful, 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 Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender, I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open, I open my heart. heart. I open my spirit. I, I open, open my, spirit. my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach, Teach me your word. Your Reveal to me. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. Your divine revelations. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that unto a two or three come together. In my name, Jesus said that there I am in their midst. And also tonight, Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God and we will have a privilege to sing unto God tonight. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight.
the name of Jesus. Also tonight we'll have a privilege to go through the word of God together and the word of testimony together tonight. Our testimony reads as follows. Pain in the breast healed. There is a woman who called for prayer. She was suffering from a pain in her breast. She had gone to the doctors and gone through scans, but they couldn't find anything. She also had a pain in her chest. The man of God prayed for her over the phone, and the healing power of Jesus Christ touched her. She could feel the sharp pain leaving her as the power of God was busy setting her free. She confirmed that she was no longer feeling any pain and could feel that her body was free. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 6 a.m. from from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at 7 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Our midday service starts at 5 to 12, and then we have our evening service, which starts at half past 6 every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night, and we also have our, our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight, we will get the word of God from the book of Luke chapter 6, from verse 20 NIV. It reads as follows. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well-fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will moan and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight we'll have a, we will have a privilege to go through the word of God together. Believing the word of God to be given with power. Power of the Holy Spirit. Power to heal, power to bless, power to protect. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Then tonight we'll be going straight to the Word of God. Let us go through the Word of God this evening from the book of um, Luke chapter 6, verse number 20. The Bible reads as follows. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. The Bible says that, first of all, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Why does Jesus say that, blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God? You know, most of the people who are who are poor, they continue to pray and they pray a lot. Most of the people who are poor, they pray a lot, asking for God to help them, asking for God to fight for them, asking for God to bless them, asking for God to do this and for to do that. More than those who are rich, you know, some of the people who are rich, they no longer pray. If you can hear their prayer request, they even say, why must we pray? Why must I pray? Because I've got everything that I need. Then, why must I pray? Why must I fast? Because I've got everything. They've got everything that they need then sometimes, even though they've got some challenges that they need to pray about, they don't pray. Find that, okay, they've got medical aid, they've got money to pay the doctor when they've got, um, when they are sick. They don't even pray believing for God to heal them. All they do is just to go to the doctor and pay the doctor, and the doctor will take care of the rest. Then, that's the problem. The people who are rich, most of them, they trust on their wealth. They don't trust more upon God. But when you are not rich, we are forced to trust upon God more. We are, trust, we are forced to trust upon God more. And that's why the Bible could say that Blessed are you who are poor for the kingdom of God. Yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are poor. For yours is the kingdom of God. That means their poverty is the blessing in disguise. It's like when you hear about Lazarus. The Bible said that Lazarus was poor. Lazarus was poor. Lazarus is nothing. And the Bible said that Lazarus died. And he was poor. He died. 
But the Bible said that as Lazarus, when he died, when he was poor, he went to the bosom of Abraham. He went to the bosom of Abraham. And the reason why he went to the bosom of Abraham is because when he was poor, he was trusting God. When he was poor, he was praying. When he was poor, he was crying upon God. That's why he qualified to go to the bosom of Abraham. But the man, the Bible said that there was a rich man also. And the Bible said that the rich man, this rich man, he was always throwing parties. He was always throwing parties. He had all that he needed. I'm sure he was not even praying. He was not even praying. He was not even seeking God. I'm sure he said that. Why do I need God? Because he has got everything. He has got everything. Because sometimes problems are the callbacks from God. Problems are callbacks from God. Problems are the things that makes us seek God more. Problems, that's what it is. It's what actually makes people to seek God more. A room of a need, a room of a want in your life, sometimes that's what's going to make you to pray more, to believe God more. But some of the people who have got everything that they need, they've got nothing to trust God for. They've got nothing to pray for. They say, "Ah, why must I pray for an hour? Why must I pray for two hours? Why must I spend my time in the presence of God? But when you have got challenges in your life, you realize, and sometimes when you have got those challenges where nobody could solve, that means you're going to say, oh, there's no way. Where can I go? No Sangoma can help me with. No, no one can help me with this one. Only God can help me with this one. Only God can help me with this one. And you will be seeking God with the whole of your heart. As you are seeking, no matter whether you are seeking God because you are looking for one, two, three. Your relationship with God is growing. You have got a deeper relationship with God. Whether it was because of indirectly, something which was indirect because I was seeking God because of this, I was seeking God because of that. But the fact of the matter is that the relationship with God grew. The relationship with God grew. That's what the Bible says, that blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who are poor. The Bible says that for yours is the kingdom of God. Then that's why sometimes when you are, people are worried, hey, I'm poor. It's a blessing in disguise. You can still pray. You can still seek God more. But my advice to those who already who are rich, my advice to those who are going to be rich, is that, you know, it must, not, it must not matter to you whether you are poor, whether you are rich. Continue to love the Lord. Our relationship with God must be unconditional. 
Our relationship must not be because I'm praying, because I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. Develop your relationship so well. In which is, I'm no longer praying. Where you reach a place where you are no longer praying a lot because you are looking for anything. You are not fasting because you are looking for anything. It is just your relationship with God. It is just your relationship with God. It is just principle that you got. It's just a principle that you have perfected. That you are continuing whether you have what you needed or not. Like when you hear in the word of God, when you hear about the man of God, David. Man of God, David. If David says that, could even say that, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to spend a thousand elsewhere. That means David is not saying that I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to spend a thousand elsewhere because he's looking for anything. He was rich. He had everything that he wanted, but yet he still had got the great desire of God. He has still the great love of God. Whether he is rich, he is still spending time in the presence of God. Whether things are going well, he's still is still seeking God. He's still loving God. And that's how it must be. That's how it must be. We must not our our prayer request and our prayers must be matured. That I'm no longer praying because I'm looking for this. I'm no longer fasting because I'm looking for this. I'm not fasting because I'm looking for this. I'm not giving because I'm looking for that. But it's just because of a principle. I love the Lord. I just love the Lord. When you love the Lord like that, you are praying because you have got a relationship with God. You are fasting because you have got a relationship with God. You are giving because you have got a relationship with God. It's not because I'm in need. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then our, our prayer life must mature. Our prayer life must mature. Our fasting life must mature. Our giving life must mature. Must be beyond a prayer point. It must be beyond trouble. It must be beyond challenges. Where we are always in fire. Always hungry for God. Always after God. Not because I'm looking for anything. Not because you are, I'm, I'm looking for anything. It's just because I've got a relationship with God. I just love Him. When you have got that matured relationship with God, you will reach a level where God stops even problem before they come. God stops problem. Pro, problem. Uh, they no longer come. The, he stops them before they come. He solves them before they come because you just have got the deep and the strong prayer life. You just have got a deep and strong relationship with God. 
Where your relationship with God, you are not praying because you are poor. You know some people, they, you see them praying a lot, it's because they are poor. You see them praying a lot, it's just because they are poor. Let them get what they are looking for. Let them get what they are looking for. When they get what they are looking for, ah, you know, and ah. Why is that one who was praying a lot? No, no, the prayer requests have been answered. Where was that one? You think, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because this person was seeking God when he was poor a lot, when things were not going well. Now God has answered all her prayer requests. She has got money to buy her time to join the service. But now she thinks, uh, no, 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 my problems are over. My challenges are over. Why do I need God? And now she's waiting for another problems. Because, you know, she's waiting for another problems. When the problem comes now, that's when she's going to see God again. She's going to pray again. That's when she's going to fast again. And she wonder why. Not knowing that she was the one who invited the attack. She was the one who invited poverty. She's the one who have invited trouble. She was the one who invited challenges. Whereas as a child of God, our relationship must be constant. Yeah. Apart from being constant, just going up. Our relationship with God must just be constant. Must just be constant, not be based, oh, I'm looking for this, base, I'm looking for that. We are just fired up. If in the time that you are rich, the devil must be confused. <laughs> I thought this one was praying a lot because he was looking for a job. I thought this one he was praying a lot because he was poor. <laughs> now he has got everything. Why is he praying a lot? Now he has got everything. Why is he fasting a lot? Why now he has got everything? Why is he still giving? Can't you know? It's a devil. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Jesus, we just love him. We are not loving Jesus because we are looking for anything. He's just the great King of Kings. He's just the Lord of Lords. I am where I am because of Jesus. Therefore, I won't stop today worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Then we ought to have unconditional relationship with God. Unshakable relationship with God. Be matured enough to, so, to know that we don't need to pray because we are poor. We just pray. Because let's, let's say, for example, Jesus. Jesus used to pray a lot. Was he praying because he was poor? No. He was not praying because he was poor. On Jesus, there was no sense of lack. If he wanted food, he could just pray. Food was multiplied, but yes, he was praying. He lived a prayerful life. He was God. Also to us, we must not be praying because of what we, because we are poor, because there is something that we are looking for. 
It must just be the relationship with God. Even though you wake up a billionaire tomorrow, even when you're a billionaire, you must be a billionaire who loves the Lord. You must be a billionaire who is now praying more than when you are poor. A billionaire who is seeking God more than when you are poor. Because you have seen the glory of the Lord. You have seen the power of God. You have experienced the grace of God. The more you experience His glory, the more you experience His power, the more you must love Him. Love Him more. Accelerate. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that blessed are you who people hate you and exclude you, insult you, reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. That means the Bible is saying that, you know, one of the things that you ought to do is to love Jesus Christ so much. Is to love the Lord so much, is to love the God so much until people, ah, even if they begin to hate you because you love the Lord so much, even they begin to hate you, this one is Jesus, Jesus. This one is prayer in the morning, prayer in the afternoon, prayer in the evening. This one, the Bible said that if you become that person and people are beginning to hate you because of your prayer life, because people are beginning to hate you because of your fasting life, people are beginning to hate you because the way you are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Bible said that you are blessed. The Bible said that you are blessed. You must celebrate such kind of insults. You must celebrate. The Bible talks about the disciples of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that after the first miracle and they led about 3,000 people to Christ. And the Bible said that when uh, those who are on the other sect begin to realize, oh, many people are repenting. Many people are following Jesus and they begin to arrest them and they begin to beat them. They beat them. They, pull, they beat them and say that they must not talk in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible said that after when they released them, they celebrated. They, the disciples were celebrating. They were not celebrating that they were released out of prison. But the Bible said that they were celebrating, saying that we are now qualified to suffer for the name of the Lord. We are now, we have been found worthy to suffer for the name of the Lord. And the reason why they were saying these things is because they were told by the Lord that there is a greater reward if you can suffer for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That as a child of God, when you find yourself, that's what the Bible said, that when you go through trials of many kind, the Bible said that, rejoice, celebrate. 
because you have been found worthy of the greater reward in heaven. Sometimes you don't see that you have been found that of uh, to be somebody of a greater reward in heaven by a new job, by the new car, by this or that, by the challenges that you are going through because of Christ. Then that means as the children of God, we must reach a level where we so identify ourselves with Jesus. We so live for Jesus. We so practice the, the, the gospel until many begin to say, ah, it's like you're overdoing it. It's like you're overpraying it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Until some they say it's like you're overdoing it. Because the Bible said that when that begins to happen, there's a greater reward in heaven. That's what the Bible said that. Rejoice. Verse number 23 of Luke chapter 6. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. Then that's what the Bible says. It's not just saying that rejoice only. Rejoice and even dance. Rejoice and even leap for joy. Because great Great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. May God give us the grace of overdoing it in the name of Jesus. The grace of overloving Jesus. The grace of over-representing Jesus. The grace of over-loving Jesus. Because one of the... One of the things that we must be trying to achieve as the children of the living God is not only to achieve things in this world. Not only trying to attain things in this world. But to achieve things in heaven. We must be trying to receive blessings from heaven, reward, recognition in heaven. Trying to achieve things in heaven. That's what we must be trying to do. Trying to make a mark in heaven so that when we go to heaven, greater must be our reward. Greater must be our reward because one day the things of this world will be left in this world. If we are trying to collect cars, cars will not leave this world with them. If we are trying to collect money, money will not leave this world with money. If we are trying to collect houses, it's the same. But you know, as a children of the living God, if you are a child of God, you have been given... You have been given opportunity to collect greater reward in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible said that do not store for yourself treasures here on earth where rust, moth, and robbers can come and break in and steal. But store for yourself treasures in heaven 
Where more thrust, the mean cannot come and steal and break in. Where? In heaven. Then to show that we are spiritual people, we are believers, we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we must be trying to store for ourselves treasures in heaven. Scoring points in heaven, doing the overdoing the things of Jesus Christ, overdoing the things that Jesus Christ loved, so that greater must be our reward in heaven. We need to be kingdom minded, we need to be heaven minded because, in reality, this world is not our home. In reality, in this world, we are just passing by. But heaven is our home. Heaven is where we are going. And in this world, we are just passing by. Then it is when we now understand the things of the kingdom and have revelation that heaven is our home. We are going to heaven. And we will be trying to attain as much as much treasures, as much recognition, not in this world, but in heaven, by doing things more, doing the work of God more, doing the things of God more. Not doing to be recognized in this world, not doing them to be, to be getting the reward of this world. Yes, the Bible said that seek first his kingdom and, uh, and his righteousness. And the Bible said that and uh, all other things shall be given to you as well. All other things in this world, yes, will be given to us, but our main focus must be the things of above. Our main focus must be heavenly, heavenly things, not the things of this world. Because to us, we have been taught very well by Jesus Christ that... Because even here, what Jesus Christ, it was Jesus Christ who was speaking. Luke chapter 6, verse number 33. Because great is your reward in heaven. Jesus Christ is not saying rejoice, leap for joy, you have bought a new car. No, that's what Jesus Christ is talking about. Jesus is not saying rejoice, leap for joy, because you got a new job. It's talking about the things of the kingdom of God, the things of heaven that rejoice, dance for joy. When you are attaining things of above, when other things that, you know, like, you know when you are attaining the things of above, the things of heaven, some people, when they see you attaining those things, they think you are doing nothing. But you know, I'm not doing these things for people. I'm doing it. I'm doing them for God. Then we need to reach that level where we are doing what we are doing in order to please God, not for people. Because most of the things, the things of above, people don't care about them. They don't care about them. They care about this or the things of this world. But you, we are praying tonight that God, please take our hearts. Take our focus, make, help us to focus into the things of the kingdom. Help us to focus into the things of heaven so that great can be our reward. I want us to pray, help, 
asking God to help us to focus on the things of above so that we can receive greater reward in heaven. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Father, help us to focus. Focus in heavenly things. Focus in the things of above. The things that you love. The things that glorifies your name. We sing Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I command them to the abyss. I command everything to turn around for my good. So let everything turn around for my good. So let there be progress. In every sector of my life. Sector of my life. So let there be miracle jobs. Miracle jobs. Miracle jobs. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. And we want to just remind us today is day number three of our prayer and fasting. Tomorrow is day number four and we are continuing to pray and we are continuing to fast and we are planting a seed in these ten days prayer and fasting. And I want to say to us this evening have a blessed and a wonderful night in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bye bye. Say every power. Every power. Every spirit. Every demon, every curse, every evil plan, every attack, every problem, Any challenge, any challenge, anything against us, anything against us, our lives, our lives, our families, our families, our careers, our careers. Let them be bound. I bind them now. I bind them now. I destroy them now. I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty, you are holy. You are wonderful. 
wonderful. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so much. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac. God of Jacob. God of Jacob. I worship you. I worship you. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash, Wash me with, with your blood. blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless, Bless me, today. me today. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the Alpha. You are the Alpha. Jesus Christ, the Omega. You are the Alpha. The Omega. The King the of Omega. Kings. The King of Kings. The, King the Lords of Lords. The Lords of Lords. Wonderful. 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 Counselor. Wonderful. Mighty God. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Everlasting Father. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. Say wonderful Holy Ghost. Wonderful Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender, I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open, I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. Reveal to me. You are divine revelations. You are divine revelations. Bless me tonight. Bless me tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that unto a two or three come together. In my name, Jesus said that there I am in their midst. And also tonight, Jesus Christ is here. The Holy Ghost is here. God Almighty is here. We are in the presence of God and we will have a privilege to sing unto God tonight. Let us get ready to sing unto God tonight. Amen. Amen. Just want you to know. 
Now listen to this. We praise. We praise your name. We praise. We. Ah yes.
Also tonight we'll have a privilege to go through the word of God together and the word of testimony together tonight. Our testimony reads as follows. Pain in the breast healed. There is a woman who called for prayer. She was suffering from a pain in her breast. She had gone to the doctors and gone through scans, but they couldn't find anything. She also had a pain in her chest. The man of God prayed for her over the phone, and the healing power of Jesus Christ touched her. She could feel the sharp pain leaving her as the power of God was busy setting her free. She confirmed that she was no longer feeling any pain and could feel that her body was free. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our announcements are as follows. Every morning at 6 a.m. From, from Monday to Friday, we have our morning prayer, which is at 7 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. Our midday service starts at 5 to 12, and then we have our evening service, which starts at half past 6 every night. Our midnight prayer starts at 5 to 12 every night, and we also have our, our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. Amen. And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithe and offerings, the banking details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. Amen. Tonight, we will get the word of God from the book of Luke chapter 6, from verse 20 NIV. It reads as follows. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will moan and weep. Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight we will have a we will have a privilege to go through the word of God together. Believing the word of God to be given with power. Power of the Holy Spirit. Power to heal, power to bless, power to protect in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Then tonight we'll be going straight to the Word of God. Let us go through the Word of God this evening from the book of um, Luke chapter 6, verse number 20. The Bible reads as follows. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. The Bible says that, first of all, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Why does Jesus say that blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God? You know, most of the people who are who are poor they continue to pray and they pray a lot. Most of the people who are poor they pray a lot. Asking for God to help them. Asking for God to fight for them. Asking for God to bless them. Asking for God to do this and for to do that. More than those who are rich. You know, some of the people who are rich, they no longer pray. If you can hear their prayer request, they even say, why must we pray? Why must I pray because I've got everything that I need? Then why must I pray? Why must I fast because I've got everything? They've got everything that they need. Then sometimes even though they've got some challenges that they need to pray about, they don't pray find that, okay, they've got medical aid, they've got money to pay the doctor when they've got, um, when they are sick. They don't even pray believing for God to heal them. All they do is just to go to the doctor and pay the doctor, and the doctor will take care of the rest. Then, that's the problem. The people who are rich, most of them, they trust on their wealth. They don't trust more upon God. But when you are not rich, we are forced to trust upon God more. We are, trust, we are forced to trust upon God more. And that's why the Bible could say that, Blessed are you who are poor for the kingdom of God. Yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are poor. For yours is the kingdom of God. That means their poverty is the blessing in disguise. It's like when you hear about Lazarus. The Bible said that Lazarus was poor. Lazarus was poor. Lazarus is nothing. And the Bible said that Lazarus died. And he was poor. He died. But the Bible said that as Lazarus, when he died, when he was poor... 
he went to the bosom of Abraham. He went to the bosom of Abraham. And the reason why he went to the bosom of Abraham is because when he was poor, he was trusting God. When he was poor, he was praying. When he was poor, he was crying upon God. That's why he qualified to go to the bosom of Abraham. But the man, the Bible said that there was a rich man also. And the Bible said that the rich man, this rich man, he was always throwing parties. He was always throwing parties. He had all that he needed. I'm sure he was not even praying. He was not even praying. He was not even seeking God. I'm sure he said that. Why do I need God? Because he has got everything. He has got everything. Because sometimes problems are the callbacks from God. Problems are callbacks from God. Problems are the things that makes us seek God more. Problems, that's what it is. It's what actually makes people to seek God more. A room of a need, a room of a want in your life, sometimes that's what's going to make you to pray more, to believe God more. But some of the people who have got everything that they need, they've got nothing to trust God for. They've got nothing to pray for. They say, "Ah, why must I pray for an hour? Why must I pray for two hours? Why must I spend my time in the presence of God? But when you have got challenges in your life, you realize, and sometimes when you have got those challenges where nobody could solve, that means you're going to say, oh, there's no way. Where can I go? No Sangoma can help me with. No, no one can help me with this one. Only God can help me with this one. Only God can help me with this one. And you will be seeking God with the whole of your heart. As you are seeking, no matter whether you are seeking God because you are looking for one, two, three. Your relationship with God is growing. You have got a deeper relationship with God. Whether it was because of indirectly, something which was indirect because I was seeking God because of this, I was seeking God because of that. But the effect of the matter is that the relationship with God grew. The relationship with God grew. That's what the Bible says, that blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who are poor. The Bible says that for yours is the kingdom of God. Then that's why sometimes when you are, people are worried, hey, I'm poor. It's a blessing in disguise. You can still pray. You can still seek God more. But my advice to those who already who are rich, my advice to those who are going to be rich, is that, you know, it must, not, it must not matter to you whether you are poor, whether you are rich. Continue to love the Lord. Our relationship with God must be unconditional. Our relationship must not because I'm praying, because I'm looking for this, I'm looking for that. Develop your relationship so well. 
in which is I'm no longer pray where you reach a place where you are no longer praying a lot because you are looking for anything. You are not fasting because you are looking for anything. It is just your relationship with God. It is just your relationship with God. It is just principle that you God is just a principle that you have perfected that you are continuing whether you have what you needed or not. Like when you hear in the word of God, when you hear about the man of God, David. Man of God, David. If David says that, could even say that, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to spend a thousand elsewhere. That means David is not saying that I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to spend a thousand elsewhere because he's looking for anything. He was rich. He had everything that he wanted, but yet he still had got the great desire of God. He has still the great love of God. Whether he is rich, he's still spending time in the presence of God. Whether things are going well, he's still, he's still seeking God. He's still loving God. And that's how it must be. That's how it must be. We must not... Our, our prayer request and our prayers must be matured. That I'm no longer praying because I'm looking for this. I'm no longer fasting because I'm looking for this. I'm not fasting because I'm looking for this. I'm not giving because I'm looking for that. But it's just because of a principle. I love the Lord. I just love the Lord. When you love the Lord like that, you are praying because you have got a relationship with God. You are fasting because you have got a relationship with God. You are giving because you have got the relationship with God. It's not because I'm in need. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then our, our prayer life must mature. Our prayer life must mature. Our fasting life must mature. Our giving life must mature. Must be beyond a prayer point. It must be beyond trouble. It must be beyond challenges. Where we are always in fire. Always hungry for God. Always after God. Not because I'm looking for anything. Not because you are, I'm, I'm looking for anything. It's just because I've got a relationship with God. I just love Him. When you have got that matured relationship with God, you will reach a level where God stops even problem before they come. God stop problem. Pro, problem, uh, they no longer come. He stops them before they come. He solves them before they come because you just have got the deep and the strong prayer life. You just have got a deep and strong relationship with God. Where your relationship with God, you are not praying because you are poor. You know some people, they, you see them praying a lot. It's because they are poor. 
You see them praying a lot. It's just because they are poor. Let them get what they are looking for. Let them get what they are looking for. When they get what they are looking for, ah, you know, and ah. Why is that one who was praying a lot? No, no, the prayer requests have been answered. Where was that one? Ah, you think, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense because this person was seeking God when he was poor a lot, when things were not going well. Now God has answered all her prayer requests. She has got money to buy her time to join the service. But now she thinks, ah, no, no, no. My problems are over. My challenges are over. Why do I need God? And now she's waiting for another problems. Because, you know, she's waiting for another problems. When the problem comes now, that's when she's going to see God again. She's going to pray again. That's when she's going to fast again. And she wonder why. Not knowing that she was the one who invited the attack. She was the one who invited poverty. She's the one who have invited trouble. She was the one who invited challenges. Whereas as a child of God, our relationship must be constant. Apart from being constant, just going up. Our relationship with God must just be constant. Must just be constant, not be based, oh, I'm looking for this, base, I'm looking for that. We are just fired up. Even the time that you are rich, the devil must be confused. <sighs> I thought this one was praying a lot because he was looking for a job. I thought this one was praying a lot because he was poor. <sighs> now he has got everything. Why is he praying a lot? Now he has got everything. Why is he fasting a lot? Why now he has got everything? Why is he still giving? Can't you know? It's a devil. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. Jesus, we just love him. We are not loving Jesus because we are looking for anything. He's just the great King of Kings. He's just the Lord of Lords. I am where I am because of Jesus. Therefore, I won't stop today worshiping Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Then we ought to have unconditional relationship with God. Unshakable relationship with God. Be matured enough to, so, to know that we don't need to pray because we are poor. We just pray. Because let's, let's say, for example, Jesus. Jesus used to pray a lot. Was he praying because he was poor? No. He was not praying because he was poor. On Jesus, there was no sense of lack. If he wanted food, he could just pray. Food was multiplied, but yes, he was praying. He lived a prayerful life. He was God. Also to us, we must not be praying because of what we, because we are poor, because there's something that we are looking for. It must just be the relationship with God. Even though you wake up a billionaire tomorrow, Even when you are a billionaire, 
You must be a billionaire who loves the Lord. You must be a billionaire who is now praying more than when you are poor. Yes. A billionaire who is seeking God more than when you are poor. Because you have seen the glory of the Lord. You have seen the power of God. You have experienced the grace of God. The more you experience His glory, the more you experience His power, the more you must love Him. Love Him more. Accelerate. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that blessed are you who people hate you and exclude you, insult you, reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. That means the Bible is saying that, yeah. you know, one of the things that you ought to do is to love Jesus Christ so much. Is to love the Lord so much, is to love the God so much until people, ah, even if they begin to hate you because you love the Lord so much, even they begin to hate you, this one is Jesus, Jesus. This one is prayer in the morning, prayer in the afternoon, prayer in the evening. This one. The Bible said that if you become that person and people are beginning to hate you because of your prayer life, because people are beginning to hate you because of your fasting life, people are beginning to hate you because the way you are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Bible said that you are blessed. The Bible said that you are blessed. You must celebrate such kind of insults. You must celebrate. The Bible talks about the disciples of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that after the first miracle and they led about 3,000 people to Christ. And the Bible said that when uh, those who are on the other sect they begin to realize, oh, many people are repenting. Many people are following Jesus and they begin to arrest them and they begin to beat them. They beat them. They, pull, they beat them and say that they must not talk in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible said that after when they released them, they celebrated. They, the disciples were celebrating. They were not celebrating that they were released out of prison. But the Bible said that they were celebrating, saying that we are now qualified to suffer for the name of the Lord. We are now, we have been found worthy to suffer for the name of the Lord. And the reason why they were saying these things is because they were told by the Lord that there is a greater reward if you can suffer for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And as a child of God, when you find yourself, that's what the Bible said, that when you go through trials of many kinds, the Bible said that rejoice, celebrate, because you have been found worthy of the greater reward in heaven. Sometimes you don't see that you have been found that of uh, 
So to be somebody of a greater reward in heaven by a new job, by the new car, by this or that, by the challenges that you are going through because of Christ. Then that means as the children of God, we must reach a level where we so identify ourselves with Jesus. We so live for Jesus. We so practice the, the, the gospel until many begin to say, ah, it's like you're overdoing it. It's like you're over praying it. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Until some they say it's like you're overdoing it. Because the Bible said that when that begins to happen, there's a greater reward in heaven. That's what the Bible said that. Rejoice. Verse number 23 of Luke chapter 6. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. Then that's what the Bible says. It's not just saying that rejoice only. Rejoice and even dance. Rejoice and even leap for joy. Because great Great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. May God give us the grace of overdoing it in the name of Jesus. The grace of overloving Jesus. The grace of over-representing Jesus. The grace of overloving Jesus. Because one of the one of the things that we must be trying to achieve as the children of the living God is not only to achieve things in this world. Not only trying to attain things in this world, but to achieve things in heaven. We must be trying to receive blessings from heaven, reward, recognition in heaven. Trying to achieve things in heaven. That's what we must be trying to do. Trying to make a mark in heaven so that when we go to heaven, greater must be our reward. Greater must be our reward because one day the things of this world will be left in this world. If we are trying to collect cars, cars will not leave this world with them. If we are trying to collect money, money will not leave this world with money. If we are trying to collect houses, it's the same. But you know, as a children of the living God, if you are a child of God, you have been given... You have been given opportunity to collect greater reward in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible said that do not store for yourself treasures here on earth where rust, moth, and robbers can come and break in and steal. But store for yourself treasures in heaven. Where more thrust, vermin cannot come and steal and break in. Where in heaven. 
and to show that we are spiritual people, we are believers, we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ, we must be trying to store our self-treasures in heaven. Scoring points in heaven, doing the overdoing the things of Jesus Christ, overdoing the things that Jesus Christ loved, so that greater must be our reward in heaven. We need to be kingdom-minded. We need to be heaven-minded. Because in reality, this world is not our home. In reality, in this world, we are just passing by. But heaven is our home. Heaven is where we are going. And in this world, we are just passing by. Then it is when we now understand the things of the kingdom and have revelation that heaven is our home. We are going to heaven. And we will be trying to attain as much as much treasures, as much recognizing, not in this world, but in heaven, by doing things more, doing the work of God more, doing the things of God more. Not doing to be recognized in this world, not doing them to be, to be getting the reward of this world. Yes, the Bible said that seek ye first his kingdom and, uh, and his righteousness. And the Bible said that and uh, all other things shall be given to you as well. All other things in this world, yes, will be given to us, but our main focus must be the things of above. Our main focus must be heavenly, heavenly things, not the things of this world. Because to us, we have been taught very well by Jesus Christ that... Because even here, what Jesus Christ, it was Jesus Christ who was speaking. Luke chapter 6, verse number 33. Because great is your reward in heaven. Jesus Christ is not saying rejoice, live for joy, you have bought a new car. No, that's what not Jesus Christ is talking about. Jesus is not saying rejoice, live for joy, because you got a new job. It's talking about the things of the kingdom of God, the things of heaven that rejoice, dance for joy. When you are attaining things of above, when other things that, you know, like, you know when you are attaining the things of above, the things of heaven, some people, when they see you attaining those things, they think you are doing nothing. But you know, I'm not doing these things for people. I'm doing it. I'm doing them for God. Then we need to reach that level where we are doing what we are doing in order to please God, not for people. Because most of the things, the things of above, people don't care about them. They don't care about them. They care about this or the things of this world. But you, we are praying tonight that God, please take our hearts. Take our focus, make help us to focus into the things of the kingdom. Help us to focus into the things of heaven so that great can be our reward. I want us to pray, help, asking God to help us to focus in the things of above so that we can receive greater reward in heaven. Wherever you are, begin to pray.
Father, help us to focus. Focus in heavenly things. Focus in the things of above. The things that you love. The things that glorifies your name. We sing Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. To the abyss. I command them to the abyss. I command everything to turn around for my good. Everything to turn around for my good. Select everything turn around for my good. Select there be progress. In every sector of my life. Sector of my life. So let there be miracle jobs. Let there be miracle jobs. Miracle jobs. Miracle jobs. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ. Hi. Say Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. 
Be with us all. Surely goodness and love shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. And we want to just remind us today is day number three of our prayer and fasting. Tomorrow is day number four and we are continuing to pray and we are continuing to fast and we are planting a seed in these ten days. Prayer and fasting. And I want to say to us this evening, have a blessed and a wonderful night in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye.